everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Emily Watches Movies. I'm your host, Emily Hollett. This week, I watched the movie Psycho with my sister Becca, and I have her on as a guest for this episode. Before we start, I'm going to start saying spoiler alert at the beginning of my podcasts. We discuss the big plot twists in this movie, so I want to make sure I give fair warning. Okay, let's jump right into my discussion with Becca. Okay, so I'm here with my sister, Becca. We just finished... Oh, say hi, Becca. Hello. (laughs) And we just finished watching Psycho, which was her choice of movie. Uh, When I asked what movie I haven't seen that we could watch together, this is the one that she chose. So, Becca, why did you choose Psycho for us to watch? I chose Psycho because it's always been one of my absolute favorite movies um, for a lot of reasons. Because the first reason is... The big twist ending at the end, which I won't give any spoilers. Or can you do spoilers? I'll do show? a spoiler alert at the beginning, oh, okay. so you can talk spoilers. Okay, so I just feel like even you, when you said that you hadn't seen it, and you said that the end you thought was Marion being killed in the shower, which is like right halfway through the movie, um, I think that's what everyone knows Psycho for, but it has such like a cool ending. Um, and I also. I don't know. I just think the movie's so good. I think he's such a good actor. Um, watching him play those characters is just so fun to watch. I've seen it like 50 times already. So The person who plays Norman. Norman. Yeah. yeah. And so when you said you hadn't seen it, I was like, you have to see it. Because it's so good. <laughs> so do you remember the first time watching the movie? Yeah, I do. It was that summer that um, Mom and Abby were watching... Alfred Hitchcock movies um and when I came back they were like oh you have to watch Psycho um it was their first time watching it too and so it was a couple of years so actually it's probably like five years ago yeah and see I didn't participate in this (laughs) journey because I don't like watching movies which is the whole premise right of because now like you guys did that experiment or journey where you watched all of the Alfred Hitchcock movies and you guys all talk about them and know them and I just had no interest yeah in watching it and so I always just avoided it I thought they looked scary creepy (laughs) and I they are and like that they were long I mean I've talked about that in all my podcasts that I just think that movies are long but um (laughs) but now I'm giving them a go so yeah um so what did let's see what is your favorite part of the movie my favorite part of the movie it has to be the ending there's that part when um Marion's sister I forget her name but when she turns the mother around and and I I wish I could like show it but the way they show her her stuffed body is just like this big whoa (laughs) (laughs) and it's just the most dramatic thing um but I love it I think it's so funny (laughs) let's see Oh, I have just the movie up. I was going to see what her sister's name is. I think it's Lila. Lila. Yep. Lila and then Marion is um, that girl initially. Okay, so I have a couple of things that I wrote down in my phone about the movie. But my first question is... like I won't go through explaining the whole movie, but we watch Psycho and we'll just go based... You know. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, no, Lila's the sister. Marion, mm-hmm. in the beginning, steals money, mm-hmm. and she's on her way to 
where her love interest is because he won't be with her because he doesn't have enough money Mm -hmm. to support her them together. And so she steals this money from work and she's on her way to go find him, go see him. And so all of these things kind of happen like to build suspense, which there were like many things I thought of. Like, first of all, I think that Maybe this was obvious, but I feel like the rain when she was in the car was symbolic. Oh, yeah. Because it was supposed to show, like, that what was ahead, like, that she couldn't see, like, what was coming ahead. Like, because she, like, all she could see was rain. And so, hopefully the microphone doesn't pick up the siren. (laughs) Alert! You can look in the YouTube videos when they're like, oh, the sirens. (laughs) Probably can't even (laughs) Um... Oh my goodness. Oh, okay. Well, we're safe inside. <laughs> it's reminding me of the movie. It's making me anxious. Um, so I feel like. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I feel like the rain was symbolic that she didn't see what was coming. Yeah. And that it had to do with water. And so I just feel like that was supposed to be. What is that called? Um, foreshadowing. foreshadowing. Yeah. That the rain. And then. I thought it was interesting, like, the voiceover when people, like, she looked so steady when she was driving the mm-hmm. car, and then it does the voiceover of everyone, like, wondering where she went, and I I really thought, like, from, you know what I was trying to think of is, like, the scenes looked familiar, and do you remember when we were younger, I think they made a PSA about ripping off like VCR tapes. Yeah. That was based on the movie. Like Oh yeah. Like they did one with uh Casablanca. Yeah, and like I feel like I recognize the scenes <laughs> because it was like and I don't even know what it was supposed to be, but like the terrible act instead of like killing was ripping off <laughs> a VCR. Like yeah, that's how I feel like I knew the scene in the shower. I think they did do one with that scene. Yeah, and then I feel like I saw something with, like, a spider. Spider. I th- Oh, I think you're thinking of a different movie. There is a movie, because when you said a spider, there's one movie when spiders come through the drain. And I can't... Oh. I, I, hold on. I, um, and it's black and white, and so I think that's... Maybe it's another Alfred Hitchcock it movie. It could be, yeah. The movie was called Arachnophobia. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, maybe... Well, you know what? Maybe it was those PSA commercials. Yeah, this is... This is a scene where spiders come through the sink. Oh. But it's called arachnophobia. Okay, well, maybe... And then maybe just because it was in the bathroom? Well, because now that you say that, that, yeah, it sounds familiar. Okay, so... (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, I know. (laughs) Back to what we were saying. The police officer, because he finds her sleeping in the car. Yeah. And then he follows her. And so I kind of thought that that was going to be like the narrative of the movie was that he was stalking her. But he just kind of drops off. Yeah. So what was like the meaning or the symbolism behind the police officer? Or was it just to build up her anxiety like her her um paranoia paranoia yeah that's it yeah i think it definitely was because um 
even the very beginning when she like immediately started her car because she was running away. So I think it was just trying to build up that people were finding her suspicious, like buying the car um, and like buying the newspaper. And then even when like she turned around when she was buying the car and he saw that she was looking at the police officer. Yeah. Um, or maybe just so like someone knew where she was, like people were watching her, like. Because I think that um, the whole time, they're trying to, like, divert your attention from Norman. Yeah, that's true, too. So I think Which I think they did a good job of doing, because, like you said, like, he plays this, like, kind of unsuspecting, like, just, you think, like, he's just this person that works at the hotel that she stops at to stay at. Right. Or, oh, or maybe... Oh, because she was sleeping in her car. And so maybe the whole police officer thing, it was so that, like, she had a reason to stay in a hotel. Oh, no, because that goes back to, like, um, what you were saying about the rain that I wanted to say. Because you remember when he was talking to um, Arbogast, the PI, mm-hmm. and um, he was like... I don't even keep the lights on anymore because what's the point? But when she was driving in the rain, his sign was completely lit up. And that was the only thing that she could see. So, like, he was drawing her into the hotel. Because he says, like, oh, I don't keep my light on anymore. There you go. So, yeah. I'm making all these connections I know. That, That popped into my head when you said the thing about the rain. And so, a couple of other things... I, I like to pick up on, like, major quotes from the episode. And so it seems like the main... And I had heard this before. I didn't know that it came from this movie. But he says during... So the girl that's at the hotel... Marion. Uh, and then Norman are talking. And he says, we all go a little mad sometimes. But he's just mad. Period. Yeah. So <laughs> there's that. And then he talks about... That he has a hobby or he feels like a job doing taxidermy, basically. Mm -hmm. And he says that the materials are cheap to do it. But now I'm putting together those materials are what he uses to keep his mom clean. Oh. Yeah. Because they said, like, he, he... Kept her in pristine condition. Yeah. So, like, that was his full-time job. Like, he also job. did. Yeah. And then, I didn't write down the exact quote, but he says... I found this interesting because he says that he likes to stuff things like birds because, like, cats and dogs, like, feel... Oh, well, he says he likes birds because they just pass by. Like, they're... Mm-hmm. They're just guests, which made me think, like, something was going to happen to her because she was a guest. And then we find out that her last name is Crane, Mm. which is a bird, and he likes to stuff birds. So I thought that he, which, I mean, spoiler alert, I guess (laughs) I... I thought that maybe I wasn't going to do spoilers, but I've done it for every episode. (laughs) So I thought that meant that he was going to stuff and kill her. I right. thought that that's where we were going. I think that they, But I do think that there was a connection with that. Yeah. Even when he said she eats like a bird. Yeah. And she's very jumpy. And um, mm-hmm. she, I think... I mean, I, I would say he because it was, you know, 
Alfred Hitchcock, it was his amazing mind, but I think he was trying to make you think that. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we have a Fe- lot of extra noises. <laughs> um, so then I thought it was interesting. He puts her in room one and he says it's in case she needs anything. Yeah. But really, like, he wanted to keep her close, so it was really for him. And that he had the little hole in the wall. Yeah. And then I thought it was interesting that later, um, now I'm trying to think if there was, like, meaning to, because were there 12 rooms? Doesn't he say that 12 rooms, 12 vacancies? Yeah. But then when the sister and her love interests come to try to find her, he puts them in room 10, which I thought was interesting because he wanted to keep them far away. But I wonder why they picked 10, like, and not 12. not 12. Hmm. Lucy, come on! I'm trying to think of, like, what 10 could symbolize. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Because at that point, Marion had died... And Arbogast had died. And so they were kind of like the next victims. That could... Um, like minus two. Yeah. <laughs> little Agatha Christie Oh my gosh, action, some dude. mad. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, we'll have to look that up. <laughs> yeah. And so... Even though Marion wasn't in 12, but... <laughs> yeah. So there was a lot of close-ups of everyone's faces. And so I don't really know what that was trying to symbolize. Like, just to show, like, their emotion. Like, to show... Because Marion was very... Or, I keep messing up. Yeah, Marion. Like, she was feeling very paranoid. And I feel like you could see that on Mm -hmm. her face. And she... Maybe that was it because they showed her driving when she initially is going to go find her love interest and she looks so steady and yeah. calm. And then throughout the movie with the police officer and then staying at the hotel, it almost seems like she grows in that paranoia. So maybe it was supposed to show that. And then the mm-hmm. same thing like with Norman, like he started out seeming calm yeah. and relaxed and then I don't even know the right word to even like manic, I man- guess. Yeah. It's it's crazy cuz his um or not crazy. <laughs> it's really interesting because his um facial expressions are like what's so incredible about his acting and his role as Norman because he switches from those like super serious scary faces to laughing yeah Um, and I I was thinking when the psychologist was talking and how like the jealous mother will come out um and you can almost see him switching between those two sides of him yeah just as he talks in a conversation and then going off of that at one point it might be um during one of like his killings or something they show his face sideways oh no it's when they're questioning him because his like adam's apple like he's Uh, breathing he's chewing but it shows his face sideways and you almost you don't see his face you just see his like he's chewing like his adam's apple moving but it's sideways (laughs) 
Was it when he was, like, looking at the book when he was, like, upside down? Not, like, upside down, but, like, it was kind of from... Yeah, it's... That yeah, like, angle. diagonal. And so I was wondering if they did that to show, like, he, like, that that was... He was being, like, inhumane almost. Like, not, mm. like, because you said he was so good at his face. Yeah. And showing, like, different feelings like what he was experiencing and so I wondered if they moved away from his face and were trying to like he didn't look human from that angle like yeah. it was just of his throat mm-hmm. and so like or what came to mind was that like the image was almost twisted yeah and he was twisted yeah it was like really creepy it was um image well because you know, he was such an innocent, good-looking guy. That, yeah. And I think it shows... And just showing him from a different angle, you're like, oh, that's creepy. He's, yeah, twisted. Yeah. And um, you're almost seeing him from a literal different angle, but also yeah, him lying to her family. A metaphoric different angle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I have two more notes. One of them was... At the end, the sister, Lila, is climbing a steep hill to the house, like, to go see if the mother, like, she doesn't know if the mother is real or anything, like, to investigate, basically, in the house. And it shows her, like, she says she's having trouble, like, going up the hill. So I thought that that was supposed to symbolize, like, that it was a challenge, like, something yeah. that was going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um... And then I was talking with mom right after the movie. I felt like they used mirrors a lot in the movie. Right. And it was kind of showing different angles of people. Yeah. And um, at the end, so at the end, like, the sister, tur- like, she sees the back of what she thinks is Norman's mother. And she mm-hmm. taps her on the shoulder and the chair body like twists around she realizes it's just a skeleton yeah i think yeah dressed up like a mummy (laughs) yeah and so then she well i screamed when that happened because they're freaking out (laughs) yeah of course (laughs) so now i'm trying to think like she i think she screams because oh yeah oh yeah so then she turns around (laughs) and norman is standing there dressed as the mother. Yeah. And so I kind of thought that that showed, like, they showed movies, like, throughout, um, or movies, mirrors, <laughs> throughout, like, that thing. Yeah. And then that was almost a mirror. Yeah. Um, they were looking at each other. Yeah. And then, like, when we get into the end, you know, like, that he was half himself and half his mother, and, like, that kind of showed that, that she was in between them. Yeah, and it goes back to to that quote you pulled out of, we all go mad sometimes, Um, and yeah, he's the, you know, quote-unquote psycho in the movie, Um, but, you know, Marion's just stole $40,000 and now is running away from her life to her boyfriend, like, in another state, and, you know, she's, you see her looking at the mirror in the car, like, looking backwards, and um, even... Her sister, who's probably, like, lived a normal life, and now she's all of a sudden going up and, like, searching this random guy's house trying to find her sister. And so I think the mirrors, like, force them to look at these different sides of themselves, like, going crazy. Yeah. Um, You know, for lack of a better word. But... Yeah. Yeah. These different sides of themselves. Mm. (laughs) So... 
Rotten Tomatoes gives this movie a 96%. I have people rate movies 5 out of 5 somethings. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, what would you rate this movie? Oh. So, this is one of my favorite movies. And I love it. So, I think I would give this movie 5 stuffed birds out of five (laughs) yeah i mean honestly like this was the most i feel like this movie kept my attention the best out of every movie i've watched so far so i would give it five out of five stuffed birds (laughs) what was your favorite part of the movie um i I don't know if that sound's gonna get picked up or not We'll see. Oh, the dish. Uh, <laughs> where is the consideration? <laughs> Let's see. Um, my favorite part. I mean, I was just surprised. Like, I really thought that the scene in the shower mm. was like for what I and maybe I should have known better because it was you know in commercials like well known. I thought that that was the end. So like the turning moment. So, like, that part definitely stands out to me. But I think the end, when she turns... Because I think I connected the dots that the mom... Yeah, the mom was going to be (laughs) dead. But then when she turns around and sees him dressed up as the mom, like, that I just then... Like, I didn't expect that. I kind of thought that that was just for visuals, like, that... Because you kind of see throughout the movie, like, you think it's the mom, but then you find out, like, that she's dead. You wonder, like, why you saw... Yeah, they're constantly yeah, you off. but it was because he was dressed as her. Yeah. So, like, I didn't put that together at all. So, like, that was another interesting part. Wild. <laughs> it's wild, man. <laughs> so, is there anything from the movie that you feel like we didn't cover or I mean obviously there's like a ton more to the movie but anything like super important to you that you feel like we didn't cover hmm I'm trying to think no pressure. I just wanted to make sure. I asked Dad, and he, like, the last episode, and he had, like, a little something he was thinking of. No, you know, this This really made me think about um, parts that I hadn't thought too deeply into. Um, it's like every time I watch it, I, I notice something different, which yeah. is why I like it so much. Um, and... It's so fun watching it with someone who hasn't watched it before. Yeah. (laughs) Because you can keep looking over and be like, oh my God. (laughs) Um, When the sheriff is like, his mother's been dead and buried for 10 years. It's like, oh, it's got to see her face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's just full of twists and turns. You never know what's going on, which is why I like it so much. Yeah. So, we talked about this a little before, but what movies do you think I should add to my list to watch? Hmm. On my movie-watching journey. Well, going with the Alfred Hitchcock theme, I think you need to watch Rear Window. Because... Yeah. I Have you seen it? I... See, that one, like, I remember watching, and I could... Do, well, so we watched that show... 
or we watched the show Castle. Do you remember the Castle right, episode? Yeah. And so I, like, I saw the movie a long time ago. Like, I feel, because Dad likes that movie, like, in particular, mm-hmm. I feel like. So, aside from the Alfred Hitchcock, like, journey you guys yeah. went on, he just liked that movie by itself. Um, but then I watched the Castle episode recently. But that would oh. be a good one to revisit, because I don't, I couldn't, like, I couldn't tell you, like, the plot of it, really. Yeah, I think that episode, um... The way that it's... Well, I don't want to give away anything about the movie, but the way that it's similar is just that he's, like, sitting in the wheelchair and watching his neighbors, and he, yeah. like, thinks something weird is going on. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't seen... I haven't seen the episode in a while, but um, I think you could definitely make those connections. But I'm trying to think of other movies that I really enjoy. I know I said this as a joke before, but Coraline is one of my favorite movies, and there's I think there would be so much to talk about with that one, because there's so much symbolism in it, and it's yeah. so creepy. Well, same thing as Psycho. I thought that it would scare me, but it really wasn't, like, scary. Like, yeah, it won't keep me up at night. So, um, yeah, Coraline maybe I might. should give it a shot. Coraline might. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Keep me up at night. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe we'll have to watch it during the day. Yeah. We watched this one. It's dark out now. But wait. It's a sunset. Um, yeah, maybe we can watch that one on a bright summer day, you know. Yes, perfect. The best time to watch it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. I really, really appreciate it. It was so fun. I know. I had fun. Thank you. <laughs> and, yeah, that's it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Emily Watches Movies. I want to say a huge thank you to my sister Becca for being on the podcast. I really enjoyed her choice of movie and the discussion we had about Psycho. If you want to follow along on this movie watching journey, you can follow me on Instagram at Emily underscore watches movies. Again, that's Emily underscore watches movies. I'll be back next week with a new episode. Bye.